Larktacular. Thank you so much for the super chat. That's I am Joy. Thank you so much. You're helping support the show, of course. So you get a round of applause. Thank you so much for all of your help. Thank you so much, Joy. Really do appreciate everybody's help out there. Everybody stopping by and hanging out. Gonna be starting up in a minute here. Got a few announcements to make. Got a few things to talk about. Starship, Starbase, possible future of Starbase in the near future. So we talk about that a little bit. A new milestone has been met for Starbase, which is really cool. And let's just do let's just jump in, man. Let's do this. Let's do this. Hey everybody. Hey, welcome. Welcome to the show. I gotta get situated here. Welcome everybody. It is right now I'm in Brownsville, Texas, about 20 miles away from Starbase. Welcome on this Friday. It is 91 degrees here with humidity that makes it feel like 104 degrees. So anybody that's out there right now at Starbase is a champ. Anybody that's filming out there right now is a champ. I had other stuff going on today. I wish I would have went down there to see the Booster 7 thing this morning. I had other stuff going on this morning. Um, little, let's just do the, let's get this out of the way in the beginning because I just sort of, sort of talked about it. Um, so this morning I was working. I have a job now. I don't just rely on YouTube for, for money. Uh, so that's kind of nice. <laughs> depending on, you know, the month that, and like, I'm going to be straight up with you guys, depending on the month and depending on like how many people watch videos or whatever, like it's not reliable. YouTube can't be your only source of income unless you're making tons and tons of views, which I don't. So I had to go find myself a job. <laughs> so anybody that supported the show through super chats, super stickers, go fund me, um, Patreon memberships, things like that. You have helped me get to this point. Um, but I felt like that it wasn't it wasn't a sustainable model going forward. So I had to get a job. So I have a cool job. Everything's all good. So uh, the schedule might change a little bit. That's kind of what happened today. Schedule's a little bit later than normal. Usually do it at about noon CST. Um, so today, moved it back a little bit, had some stuff to do. I'm still figuring it out. I just started. So figuring out like time frames and schedules and stuff like that. And also I have a very sad thing and it's very emotional for me. Um, so if I, if I have to pause or like anything like that, just please let me, let me just finish that stuff up. Um, I got some news um, last weekish, you know, really not like, not really surprising news because I knew it was going to come eventually, but my, my dad isn't doing too great in New York. Right. So I want to spend with, I want to sit, I want to spend some time with him. Right. So this might be his last summer. So I'm going to spend my summer with my dad in New York and I have to leave Brownsville just temporarily. Whew. Okay. So that's real tough. That's like, Thank you for hanging out with me for that. Um, it's really, really hard for me because I want to stay here and continue doing this. But family comes first, right? The dude that made me, <laughs> the guy, my my dad, you know, like it's possible. I, this is his last summer. It's possible, right? So um, I, I got to go. So at the end of this month, I gotta I gotta take off. I gotta leave Brownsville, uh, which is really really sad for me because I um, a lot of people uh, helped me out to get down here, um, and getting down here was one of like the coolest things I've ever freaking done in my life. Like just seeing Starbase for the first time and knowing that like. You know, knowing that I'm going to see this rocket and like going around Highway 4 and then seeing High Bay for the first time and going like, what the hell is this? <laughs> like, what is my life? Like, this is my life now. How cool is my life? Like, that's what I had to say for the last 
like nine months of my life. Like how cool is my life? The last month or so I've had to deal with, um, you know, like re kind of structuring the show and stuff because I knew that this is, this is a possible outcome. And I, I couldn't go down to Starbase every day. And some people were asking me, like, dude, why aren't you down there every day? Why aren't you streaming for us every day at Starbase? And one of them was because of all this stuff. One of them was because, like, dude, I got to get a job. Like, this, like, streaming from Starbase doesn't make you any money unless people donate huge amounts of money, right? So, like, if you're making 50 bucks in tips, right? So, say if you make 50 bucks in Super Chats every day. I'm going to be straight up with you guys. Like 50 bucks in super chats every day equals to be about $39, you know? So $39 a day, if you make 50 bucks in super chats, like that's not going to pay anything. Like that's barely paying for your car payment for the year or for the month. So it's like car payment and insurance. And then you got rent on top of that too. And you got utilities and you got your phone bill, all that stuff. So I was like, I got to get a job. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to live this life as much as I can. I'm going to have some fun and enjoy myself. But, like, streaming a Starbase every day, like, you would have to do it, like, Jessica Kirsch style and do, like, nine to ten hour days. And, like, I physically can't do it. Like, she's a beast. She's a trooper in the best kind of way. Like, she does it, it, it the like she's so dedicated to it and I really do admire her her uh, gumption to be down there that long and it's it's tough dude it is it is a tough gig like if you have to stand on your feet for 9 hours a day that's one thing but then you stand on your feet 9 hours a day and it's 90 degrees outside dude you're getting wrecked like i went outside today like every morning i go out and i do like a like a a walk around the neighborhood or whatever and this morning I got out and I was like, <laughs> it just killed me. Like the, it was, um, it was burning my skin. It was so hot. Like it, I just felt like I was like, Ugh, like this just hurts to be out here, man. So Texas is no joke. So anybody that's out there that does all that stuff all the time, mad props, like a hundred percent, you deserve all the props. So I don't want to take anything away from those people. I want to give them everything. Um, like they deserve way more credit than what they're getting. Like they deserve all the money. They deserve all of the accolades. They deserve everything because they're putting everything on the line to be out there every single day. And I appreciate all of you sending me the best wishes and everything. Like that's very, very, uh, very sweet of you. So thank you everybody in chat who's super nice. Like you guys are awesome. So. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Joy said, weather's starting to warm up. Stay cool. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's super hot here. It's ridiculously hot. Um, Bill Lemon says, are we going to launch today? No, unfortunately, no. And speaking of that, speaking of hot, I got to take this off because, like I said, it's 90-something odd degrees here. And I'm in an air-conditioned apartment, but it's still like I got to get comfy. Um, uh, day job is the way to go. Yeah, Greg, I agree. <laughs> it's, it's, um, I tried, you know, the YouTube thing, 100%. I'm not quitting YouTube. Like, that's, that'd be silly. Like, I've been doing it for three and a half years. There's no way I'm quitting. I'm going to continue doing the show, but I have to do it from someplace else. That's it. Like, it's not, not that big of a deal. It sucks. It's emotional, but it's something like, dude, I did some cool stuff. Like, I'm super pumped. I'm super excited that I got to do this stuff. So, Going back there, hanging with my dad. He needs me. My family needs me. Um, yeah, so I got I got to go back. Um, man, what are you waiting on? Go be with your dad, Bill. I'm doing it. I'm doing it as fast as I can, for real. Um, there's logistics, you know, to to get everything ready to go. Um, I'm about 45% packed. I figured that out today. Like I was doing, I was kind of doing the math in my head. I was like, how do I, how do I do this? You know, like what is my what's my Tetris situation in my car? You know, like you have to always, whenever you move, you always have to Tetris everything into your car. And uh, I was like, what do I need? What don't I need? So uh, yeah, getting all that stuff together. This show is brought to you by Backblaze. I use Backblaze to back up my podcast, my video files, 
all of my writing stuff and all my photos. And you get unlimited computer backup from Macs and PCs for just $7 a month. You can back up your own documents, photos, videos, drawings, projects, all of your data and access your backed up data from anywhere in the world using the web app. And you can access the files on your mobile too. iOS, Android apps, all covered. And this is the cool part. This is my favorite part. You can restore it by mail. A hard drive will come to your house with all your data shipped to your door. It could come to your business too. And you can restore return refund program. So you can buy a hard drive restore, send the hard drive back within 30 days and get a full refund. So basically they ship you this hard drive and then you ship it back and you don't ever pay for it, which is the perfect program for somebody who has huge files and you don't want to waste days and days downloading terabytes and teraflops of data. And if you're worried about accidentally deleting your files, two bucks extra a month, you can increase your retention history to one year. And I use it for all of my video files. It comes in super handy. So $7 plus $2, $9 a month, and you get everything backed up. Ease of mind for up to a year. And... If you use the URL backblaze.com slash Elon, you get a fully featured 15 day, no credit card required free trial. Check it out, play with it, start protecting yourself from potential bad times. Back your stuff up. It's recommended by the New York Times, Inc., Macworld, PC World, LifeWire, Wired, Tom's Guide, 9 to 5 Mac, and more. And it's recently been listed on the NASDAQ stock exchange under BLZE, so you know they're legit. Backblaze is committed more than ever to bringing easy and affordable data storage that you can trust. Don't be that person that forgot to back up their important files. We've got your back. Sign up for a free 15-day trial. No credit card required. Go there, sign up, play with it. It's really powerful and is really easy to use. So go to backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. It's not that hard. Like, it, because I don't have much. You know, I came down here with not much, and then I move it back with not much. Um, and yeah, I just getting to that point, like 45%. I could probably leave next week, um, which would probably be the best option at this point. Just take off and get out of here and give myself a little bit of room, kind of like, because uh, it's like a five-day drive, like a four- or five-day drive. So getting back there, um, it's going to take a little while. Not as much content is going to happen on the channel, or I might make some cool content in between now and then and post it up a little bit later. But it won't be like day of, or I might just do stuff on the road, like do stuff with my phone, which might be kind of cool, which might be a nice uh, distraction from the road. So that might be cool. Um, <laughs> um, let's see here. I'm so sorry, Will Shasta. Thank you so much. Greg, thanks again. Uh, thanks for all that, man. Um, Hans, welcome. Yet her subscriber numbers are low. Greg, yeah. Uh, Jessica needs like 100,000 subscribers. And I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know why people aren't subscribing to her. It is a, it's a weird thing, too, for if you only do live stuff. She does a lot of live stuff. And it's a weird thing. To, like, if you do a lot of live stuff, but you don't have, like, regular content, too, like digestible content, it's almost it's like i don't know if the algorithm doesn't like that or what what the deal is but i think youtube is kind of weird about that so i'm not sure because they're not like they're not really fond of live stuff and i love to do live stuff but i and she's working on that too she's she does a lot of other stuff too so i don't want to take that away from her either uh, because she does do um you know um content that's not live so yeah <laughs> I hope, I hope, uh, I hope she, I hope they figure it out. Like I want her to be super successful. I want her to make a bunch of money and like live in comfort and live in, you know, be very happy. So everybody else down here too, that's doing that stuff, like not just her, but everybody else is doing it. Like it's a hobby, you know, a lot of YouTube stuff is a hobby for a lot of people. Um, but if you're, if you're making enough to survive, it's a job, but then if you're not making enough to survive, it's a hobby. You know, and you have to kind of think about that stuff. Um, hi, it's Jacques. Uh, you're great, and please continue to look forward to your future contribution to this next evolution of space. All the best. Thank you so much, Jacques. I appreciate that, man. Um, that does mean a lot, too. Um, you think August or September for the launch? Hmm. It's going to be... It's going to be a while. I think it's going to be a little bit. I think you're you're pretty close. Greg Smith says 45% very specific. Yeah, my um 
my packing, I'm just kind of like, what do I have left to do? Right. I have one. I know I have one suitcase to do, right? Like one big suitcase to do. And I know I have like, I have a TV and I have to do something with that. So that's like a big part of it. Um, it's either I give that away to my neighbor and just be like, see you later, you know, or I take it with me. Problem is the thing's huge and I can't really fit. I mean, I can fit it in my car. It's right over there. It's a big old TV. I got it on sale at Target right when I got down here. Um, but it's like, it's a big boy. So, you know, where do you fit it? And also my computer desk and stuff like that. I'm just going to buy a new desk when I get up there in this chair. I might, I might either give this chair away or I don't want to buy a new one when I get up there because that's, a, that's like an extra 300 bucks or whatever. And that's a lot of money. So yeah, I don't know. Figure it out. Like that's the Tetris part, problem that I was talking about. It's like, I'm probably 45% unpacked, you know? And then if I get the rest of it, um, like kind of figure it out, then yeah. So I just want to put that out there at the beginning. So we got it out there. It's been kind of weighing on me for the last couple of days and been thinking about it a lot. You know, like how do I, how do I do the whole, like, do I do like a big announcement video or whatever, but like the live stuff, you guys are always here for me. So I felt it was proper and necessary for me to tell you guys first, because you guys are always here for the live stuff and always interacting and helping out. Um, and uh, Jock says, do what you need for your fam return when you can. We all, we will all miss you. Cheers. Thanks, man. Um, yeah, it, it'll be, I think it'll be all good. You know, like it's going to be a tough, tough go sometimes, you know, like getting back there too is brutal. Like driving down here is brutal. It's like a four day drive, four or five day drive. Um, um, yeah, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough drive and it's like, some of it's through beautiful, beautiful places, but, um, like 10 hours a day, you know, like you can do eight hours a day, but then you're, you know, you're another day in a hotel. So it's like. Huh. you get you get bored you get worn out but it's i'm a road warrior and i love it so it's pretty physically brutal uh mike maxi says hi will uh so you're making the move back home yes yes i am um i'm, I'm figuring it all out i'm figuring it all out. i was kind of like i was on the fence because i was like look man my dad is i talk to him all the time i talked to him uh just yesterday and he seems like he's he's cool but then i talked to my brother and sister you know i talked to my sister a couple days ago she's like yeah the dude's not doing too well you know like he's doing okay but he's 82 you know when you're 82 and things start going downhill they go downhill really fast so i'm like this might be it's a great time for me to reassess things too so go back there hang out with my family Figure out what I want to do. Do I want to go back to, do I want to go down to um, Florida next? That might be kind of cool too, because if SpaceX starts launching starships from Florida and the cadence of the launches is incredible, um, plus there will be SLS launches, there will be Dragon launches. Like how, like I'm excited about launches. You know, like that's what I've always been excited about is the launch and seeing the the development of things is pretty cool too. But the launches are going to be sweet. That's like, could you imagine seeing a Starship launch? It's going to be wild. It's going to be insane. Um, yeah, it's going to be crazy. Uh, Dan says, I honestly think Booster 7 and Ship 24 might launch by June or July. Well, there's a little bit of... Uh, there's a little bit of uh, update for you here. Check this out. Check this out. This is the... As always... The permitting dashboard for the uh, Starship Super Heavy vehicle program at SpaceX Boca Chica site in Cameron County, Texas. So there's the FAA has to approve SpaceX to launch here in Boca Chica, and they have to go through other agencies: Department of Commerce, uh, NOAA, uh, Department of Interior, Fish and Wildlife Service. Um, yeah, it's a it's a it's a bunch of people working together to get this done. But we are really close to the end of this thing. So there's a, there's a few other things we have to talk about too. There's a there's a Piper Bird that's kind of uh, being sort of uh, pushed back a little bit. The it's an endangered species, and uh, SpaceX's activities at Starbase are kind of 
the population is dwindling due to that. So the FAA has to take that into consideration as well. And we'll see what happens with that in the next, you know, few weeks after this cool thing happened. Section 106 review happened and it is complete right here. Look at this guy. 106 review. The date was end date 5-5. Complete. It is complete. Holy cow, Spaceballer. Thank you so much for the super chat. Do you get any? Holy cow, we got to give you some starships here. Hold on. Got to turn these on for you. There you go. Spaceballer, I thought it was a five-day drive to get out of Texas. It pretty much, well, it pretty much is. <laughs> Texas is huge. Thank you for that super chat. We're going to get into the 106 review in just a second. And I got a, I got a couple notes I got to look at here um, for this because, uh, let's see here. I took down some notes earlier so about what this does. And uh, the 106 review is for the National uh, Historic Preservation Act. So that's basically all the – so there was a lot of um, Civil War battles that happened down here, local historic sites that happened down here that are, that are near Starbase, right? So um, as you're coming into Starbase – thank you again for the super chats. I can turn those off though. Um, so as you're coming into Starbase, the uh, there's there's historical sites all down Highway Four. There's at least two or three on the way down Highway Four that I can remember. I know there's a there's like a bigger pull off on the right hand side about halfway down Highway Four, and I think there's another one down there too. I can't remember exactly where it is. And then there's one right next to Starbase, like literally, as like right by the launch site, like like a hundred yards away from the launch site, like not too far. Like as in I have filmed from there and I felt like all these Starbase trucks, you know, like the wind of the Starbase trucks passing by me, it's right on the side of highway four. So you can park on the side of the road at this historic site and literally walk a hundred yards across the road and you're like diagonal and you're on Starbase property. You're on SpaceX property. Um, the, the, the cool thing is, there's a lot of people that visit there, a lot of people that are, you know, into heritage and, you know, into history and stuff like that. So that's pretty neat. I see people, I see all sorts of different people down there. And so this is kind of cool that this is actually, you know, like this is part of the history of Texas. And I don't like right or wrong. I don't know, like whatever, whatever, like whoever's in the, the side of the, the battle or whatever, the Civil War stuff. It's like, who cares? If you're into that stuff, you're into you're into history, you're into history. and That's it. Right. So you want to go down there and you want to check it out, but you want to make sure that it's safe, right? And apparently this is what the 106 um, FAA thing was for, right? The uh, Section 106 review. It's a, the National Historic Preservation Act, part of the assessment that was evaluated or evaluating the proposed changes in terms of the impact on local historic sites. It was the last consultation that was pending and it means that the EIS is almost finished. So there's a possibility this thing actually gets done by the end of this month. Um, but they have to assess if there's any risk for damage to these landmarks, right? They have uh, kind of like a historical, I don't know, I wouldn't say it's like a gravestone, but it's very similar to that kind of historic kind of monument. It's sort of, sort of, sort of gravestony. I don't, I don't know how to say it, but it's a, it's a, it's a stone um, little monument there on the side of the road. There's always like flags and stuff all over it. People put flowers on it, things like that. But if something were to happen to a booster or a ship during launch or landing, could this historic site be impacted? Could some shrapnel from, you know, uh, a booster or a ship fly out onto this historic site and damage it somehow? And if it does, what does SpaceX do to fix that problem? Right. So that's what the 106 is about. That was done today. So that was that's all done. Uh, Michael Baylor chimed in, too, on on Twitter here um, from next spaceflight. Section 106 review for Starship from Boca Chica is complete. The FAA appears to be on track to release the environmental assessment by the end of the month. So this doesn't mean that they they made it through the environmental assessment yet. They're they're one step closer, and it doesn't mean that they're approved yet. So it's a possibility they completed the assessment. It doesn't mean that they have um, 
you know, they have a go for this. They could still have a no-go for this. So we'll see what happens in the next few weeks because uh, the 106 review, it's it was the last one. And then we have, you know, by the end of the month, we have, yeah, yeah the end date, 5.30. So 5.6, so everything's done, right? Then the environmental assessment, that's the last one by 5.30. You know, final, final, final. Then we'll know by the end of this month if Starship will be able to launch from Starbase. And I really hope it does. And if it doesn't, well, it looks like SpaceX will probably move everything to Florida. You know, they'll still be building here. They'll still be doing R&D here. They'll still be doing uh, everything to, to test starships and stuff here. But the environmental assessment may possibly not allow them to launch from Boca Chica, Texas. And there was, um, there's a, uh, there's an endangered bird as well. I got to show you this thing too. And that's, it's kind of a thing, right, that, that I want to show you guys because I think it's important that every sort of topic is covered here because we all want like we all want SpaceX to to launch this thing, right? We all want it to launch, but um, it's an environmental assessment, and I got to show you guys this. I'll read you guys off some. This is from Fortune. I saw this, found this article: the habitat of an endangered bird found only on North American coastlines could fall by half uh, near SpaceX's Texas rocket site if it is expanded, putting the planned enlargement in question. So SpaceX's rocket site right now, Boca Chica, Starbase, if they want to make it bigger, it's possible that these birds could be uh, taken out a little bit uh, by half. The expansion, so it goes on to say, uh, expansion of Elon Musk's SpaceX Star, or Starship launch site in Boca Chica, Texas, which is yet to get approval for the FAA authority, or it has come under scrutiny over its possible impact on the critical habitat of the piping plover bird, the piping plover, uh, whose population in the area has fallen by half since SpaceX's arrival. An endangered species population has been cut in half because of SpaceX. So could that um, hinder SpaceX's ability to get through the FAA uh, environmental assessment, there's a possibility, um, as well as the impact it could have on the nearby habitats of the red knot bird and two breeds of wildcat, oslets, and I don't know how to say that word, jaguar, jaguarundus? I've never seen that word before in my life, according to documents for the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. So it looks like there are some endangered species and some other species that are uh, threatened by SpaceX being at Starbase, and there's documentation for it. So not only is SpaceX doing rocket stuff, but they're also possibly hurting uh, wildlife that's there already, that's been there for a long time. You know, so uh, there's a there's a possibility that the environmental assessment doesn't go through. You know, they may look at this and go like, look, man, we have to protect these animals. We have to protect, protect these birds and we have to protect Deborah Hall's super chat. Thanks, Debs. Appreciate that. Um, KJ, love the birds. Yeah, I I see all sorts of birds when I go down there. I see all sorts of wildlife when I go down there. It's it's a whole different environment than what I'm used to. Um, the just. I don't even know. Dozens of birds every time I go down. Dozens of birds. And. I don't know if I've ever seen a pipe piper plover. Is that what it's called? I don't even know what that is. A what is it called? Piping plover. Plover? 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 Is it pronounced lover? Like lover? Plover? Plover? Um, whose population in the area has fallen by half since SpaceX's arrival. Which is really sad if you think about it. I mean, if you if you really look into it, you think, hey man, these birds have been there for a while. This is their this is their home. You know, that's where they hang out. And then SpaceX came in and kind of took over and did its thing. Um, you know, it's a critical habitat. So uh, will SpaceX be able to push through this environmental assessment due to something like this? Like, is this part of it? But not only this, this is only one document that's been released. Are there other documents that will be released released about this that say like there's horrible, more horrible things that SpaceX is doing at Starbase. And mind you, I love SpaceX. I think they're doing great work, but the uh, the Fish and Wildlife 
and the conservationists, things like that. They're doing, you know, in their field, they're doing the same thing. Like they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. So it's going to be a, it's going to be a toss up if SpaceX actually gets through this, which is going to be kind of, you know, it's going to be nail biter until the very end, I guess. Um, who could predict that the bird wasn't on, uh, on its demise anyway. Right. Yeah. And like, you don't know if SpaceX caused it, if there's any proof that SpaceX caused this, or if it was just on its way out anyway, like you were saying, Tom, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's sad, you know, that something like that could happen, but we don't know the reason why it's happening. Is it because of SpaceX or is it just because of natural stuff that's happening down there at Starbase in the Starbase area? Um, Michael Maxey says it's similar to a sandpiper. Okay. Okay. Um, could they, can they put a fishing net around Starbase? Um, like to catch fish or to, uh, catch birds. I don't know. I mean, I guess they could, I mean, technically they could, they can build a rocket. They can go to Mars. So I think they, they could technically, I don't know why they would put a fishing net around there though. Um, that seems, I, I don't know why, but there's, there's another thing that I want to talk to you guys about too. Um, so what do you think? Like, do you think they're going to be able to launch this thing? I don't know. I don't know, but I want to, um, I want to, uh, Say thanks to Debs again for that super chat. I got one more thing before I do have to take off. Hold on one second. Let's get this going. There's a couple things. Actually, there's some testing. Uh, Booster 7 actually got down to the to the launch site today. And it is on the pad. It's on the orbital flight pad. Or, yeah, orbital flight pad. And it's possible that we get some testing next week. So check this out because we got some more closures coming up. Possibly Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. Will we get some testing from booster seven? So Monday, the ninth possible closure from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Usually that means there's some sort of testing going on with something of 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. That's a whole day, 12 hours. Uh, Tuesday, same thing, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Possible closure. Wednesday, same thing, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m., possible closure. Does this mean they're going to close it? No, there's only a possibility that they do. They might have to do some stuff over the weekend, get the get the uh, booster prepped, get everything ready, get it all hooked up, get it hooked up to the pipes, you know, all the all the tubes, as I like to say, and all the all the electromechanical things that have to go into it in order to do, probably going to do another pressure test, probably going to do another cryo test. The downcomer pipe has supposedly been fixed. We'll see. I mean, that's what's going to happen in the next week. Um, we're going to see if it can withstand the pressure and do a full uh, load test of all this stuff. And if that's the case, if that's going to happen and that goes through um, and the environmental assessment goes through in the next 20-ish days, then we might see a static fire of Booster 7 in the next you know, 20, 25 days, something like that. So that's going to be incredibly cool. Ship 24 still being built, not quite ready yet. They'll move that down to the, the launch site. They're going to have to do all sorts of testing on it. They're going to have to do cryo tests. They're going to have to do pressure tests. They're going to have to do uh, Raptor tests eventually, fuel that sucker up, get it ready to fly. Uh, they're going to have to do a fit test as well. So they're going to have to stack it on top. So they're going to do another stack just like they did in February and March of this year. They're going to do a, a stack of uh, ship on top of a booster. It's going to be beautiful. I've seen two of them, and it's absolutely uh, gorgeous. It's absolutely stunning to see that thing live. So uh, they're going to have to do that in order to do a full flight. So it's going to take a little while before they get this thing ready. So I'm guessing, let's see, since it's May, and it's probably going to be about 20 by the end of the month, we'll have the hopefully get the stuff done. So let's just do a little bit of math. Mid June, start doing some booster, you know, or some uh, some uh, some ship testing. Um, July, August. I'm think I'm thinking August or September for a flight. So uh, who said that earlier in the chat too? By the way, who 
said that earlier? I know somebody said that earlier. Uh, let's see. Who said that? Somebody said that earlier that they that they said it was like August or September. Yeah, I I can't find it in chat, but oh yeah, there you go. Juan uh, Juan Sanz, uh, August or September the launch. I'm right there with you. Yeah, I'm right there with you. A booster seven does not have its Raptors yet. Yeah, uh, and we're just waiting on all that stuff too. Like all the other hardware has to come in. They have to and then they have to ship it back to the bay, put those on, or they can probably maybe do it at the at the launch site. We'll see. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the possibility that we get a launch, I, I'm guessing August or September. I wish it were, I wish things went faster. I really do because I was down here in September and I was like, yeah, I'm going to see a launch in September. <laughs> right. I got down here September 11th. Like first day in, in town was the 10th. And then on the 11th, I went to Starbase and I was like, yeah, I'm going to see a launch like mid September. Maybe, maybe if they push it back October. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> it's going to be a whole year. <laughs> yeah, so um, you know, it's not it's not, you know, I'm I'm kind of hoping that it happens sooner than later, but I'm not expecting it. Like we shouldn't expect a launch until September. It's like you you'd want to kind of plan for the worst, but hope for the best for this thing. It's just like SLS, you know, like you plan for the worst, but you hope for the best. You're like, maybe it's going to launch sometime this year. And then if it launches like early or like, you know, you know, uh, June is when the next uh, launch window opens, I believe. Um, I think it's June or something like that. June or July. I can't remember. But um, August, probably September, October, SLS. So if SLS launches... I'm hoping to get down to Florida to see that. I've already worked it out with my new boss. I was like, look, man, I got these two launches, SLS, and I got Starship launch. So I got to take work. I got to take time off work. And they were like, cool, man. <laughs> All right, let's do it. It's uh, just to kind of uh, give you guys perspective of that. It's a, a company that I used to work for. And the company's really cool. The boss, man, the CEO is super cool. I had a, I had a run-in. Like I've been looking for jobs for a while now, and it was the uh, <laughs> it was it was a it was a tough it was a tough one, but it was it turned out for the best, right? So I had I had a job interview. This is totally off topic, but I think it's funny. Um, I had a job interview with a guy. He was a CEO of a company, and uh, the beginning of the interview interview was cool. The guy was nice. He was a little bit late. He's five minutes late. And when you're doing a job interview and you're the person that's being interviewed, you expect the person that's interviewing you to be on time because you're on time and they keep you waiting. Right. So you're like, oh, man. So like I'm just like hanging out, waiting in the Zoom call and uh, guy shows up. We talk about, you know, hey, man, how's it going? Hope you're doing great. And I'm just talking like I normally talk like a normal person. And the guy's kind of like taken aback by it. He's like, why aren't you like talking like a like a candidate you know like why aren't you talking like you need this job and it's because i like whatever i just talk like me and so, so i was talking to this guy and we were talking about you know like life and stuff it was weird it was the weirdest conversation like weirdest job interview ever i was talking to him about um how he's super tired all the time and how his his life is like stuck in his office all the time. And he's the CEO of a company, right? I'm not a, I'm not a therapist, right? This dude's talking to me about his life and I don't care. Like <laughs> I don't care about you. Like I just want this job, man. I need to get paid brother. Like I don't care that you're always in your freaking office a hundred percent of the time. And you never get to see the light of day and you don't get to go outside and you don't have a vacation. I don't care. What I want to know is, so I asked the guy, he said he works 14 hour days every day, right? He said he works 14 hour days every day. And I was like, Hey, do you expect your employees to work 14 hour days as well? Simple question. Does he expect his employees to work the same hours that he does? Right. And he, he said, I expect my employees to work hard. And I thought I took, it took me a second. And I, and I, was like, so, so do you expect your employees to work 14 hour days like you do? 
I asked him again, like same question. He could have just said yes or no. Easy, easy answer. And he said, he looked right at me, like stared into my, stared into my soul and said, I expect my employees to work hard. Like, kind of like you don't, don't you dare talk to me like that. CEO, he's son of a bitch, <laughs> right? So I'm like, no, you don't get to do that to me. I didn't see that, but I was like, I was like, okay, so what you're telling me is, and this is, this is very close to what I said. So what you're telling me is, because you're the CEO, you get to, you work, you work really hard, right? But you, in the employees, we talked about this earlier, we talked about the employees not getting shares of the company. And I was like, okay, cool. So you have, as a startup. So I was like, okay, so first 10 people usually get some shares, right? It's either worked out in the deal, worked out later. Startup, tech startup, right? So he got shares. Dude's got shares. Um, so I was like, so the the workers don't get any um, any uh, shares. So I was like, okay, so the workers don't get any shares. Um, they get paid, right? But they're on salary. So you get X amount of dollars per year. So if you want them to work 14-hour days in a normal work hour or work day, it's like eight hours, do you pay them overtime? And I just kind of sat there and I waited for him to answer it. He didn't answer. I was like, so you're, you're expecting your employees to work overtime, 14-hour days. That's seven extra hours per day that they should be not at the office. They should be outside. They should be enjoying themselves with their family and their kids and their friends, enjoying the weather, doing sports, doing activities, living life, the work-life balance thing. I was like, so, but then, but you you're going to cash out when you get acquired because that's what most tech companies do. They get acquired right, for a lot of money and then you cash out. So your 14 hour days are worth it. And then when you get Aqua hired from this new company and the new company fires all the employees from your company, right? So what happens to those people? They spent those 14 hours every day for like five years busting their asses to get to make you rich. And I said all this stuff to the guy. I was like, to make you rich because you got a golden parachute. All these 14 hour days you do. If you cash out, you make that money. And the the guy was just like, like what? Like I just I realized like I called his bluff. I'm like, no, dude, you don't treat your employees like that. So I called his bluff and I said that. And this is it's just kind of totally off topic. A hundred percent off topic, but I thought it was funny. And because I was job hunting and we talked about that earlier. And so I said, look, I'm not interested in your job. I hope you, I hope you get some help and you go outside and you kind of step away, you know, from what you're doing and realize what you're doing. And I really hope sometime you get to see your kid again and enjoy some time with them. Have a great day, not interested. And then I hung up on him. <laughs> I was like, Oh, okay. That sucked. What a horrible interview. Right. And then like instantly, this all ties into the beginning of the, of the, uh, of the show too. And then like instantly I was like, man, what a, what a jerk. You know, I have other words that I want to call him, but for YouTube, I'm not going to. Um, so I, I typed to my old boss. I was like, Hey, you know, there's some weird stuff going on with my resume right now. Is it cool if I just like, move some stuff around because I was working for the guy for basically five years. And I took like a couple months to do a side project. I was like, can I just like, can I just say I worked for you for five years? And the guy's like, yeah, that sounds cool. You're looking for work. And I said, I was like, yeah, I'm just looking around, you know, I'm just trying to find some places, places to work. And this is like, I'm laughing because this last interview, it was because it's hilarious that that dude was such a dork. And uh, so the guy's like, oh yeah, you know, uh, what's your availability? And I was like, I don't know what you get. I was like, oh, you know, part-time, full-time, whatever. And he's like, cool. All right. You want a job? And I was like, 100%. And then he's like, all right, cool. Uh, you can start on Monday. So that was a job interview. <laughs> it went from like the literally worst job interview ever where I had to tell the CEO to get a life to like, I just called that dude out. I didn't care. Like who, who is this guy? I don't know who he is. To um, to like literally 
uh, the guy that I, I really enjoy working for. Like, it's a really cool job. I love it. It's a coding job. So I'm going back to what I love and what I know. And then it's going to help me fund the channel even more. You know, so that's the, that's part of it is like, I got to get a job so I can help fund these trips to SLS, uh, Dragon launches, uh, Starship launches, all that stuff. So it's all working out. Like it's not perfect and nothing. And like, you got to make changes. So, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm still talking, I'm still thinking about that CEO guy. I'm like, dude, what a dumbass. <laughs> like, whatever, whatever, dude. So and there's a lot of like, there's a lot of other space reporters, you know, that are reporting. They'll never talk like this to you. So I appreciate you stopping by and hanging out and having an actual earnest conversation with me because, um, you know, these are the things that, that I love to talk about. You know, sometimes the, it goes off the rails. It's more of a podcast than a, than a news show. Um, the name pod is in the, in the title for a reason, because you can just ramble about stuff sometimes if you want to, but I do actually have to go. I have to have to go do a bunch of packing and stuff. I'm trying to get up to 48% tonight of packing. Um, who called me? Who called me up for the exact 45% earlier? Uh, Greg Smith, thank you for calling me out on that 45%. Can try to get up to 48%. Uh, Deb said, "Can we get to 100 likes? We're 83. Thank you, everybody who's like this. 83 likes. Like, I I really am." Um, and I'm going to be totally honest with you guys and totally earnest with you because, um, there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff going on. And I, I want to say that, like, I really love you guys and I really do appreciate all of your support. Like I literally couldn't do this without you guys. Um, and I'll wear my heart on my sleeve. You know, I'm not going to be the, I'm not going to wear a tie. I'm not going to be like the newscaster guy. I'm just be a normal person that you can talk to about space stuff. So I really do appreciate all of you just like hitting the like button, like super easy, super quick. It only takes a second and it really does help the show. You know, like you, you don't understand how much YouTube loves that kind of stuff, like interactions. They absolutely love it. So I couldn't do this without you. So thank you so much for all of your support. I'm going to look at who did what today. Debs, thanks for the 10. Spaceballer, thanks for the 20. And Joy, thanks for the 20 super chats. Did we get any subs today? I don't think we got any subs today. I probably scared everybody off. <laughs> probably like talking about the CEO, the CEO guy, and everyone's like, mm, I don't know about this guy. <laughs> They're like, eh, I don't know if I want to sub to this guy. He looks kind of sketchy. <laughs> They're going to yell at me too. Oh my God, we're at 60 or 98 likes right now. Thank you so much, everybody. You are amazing. Um, so thanks, everybody, for all of your support, of course. And if you can, hit the sub button. Hit the like button. We're at 99 likes. One more. One more like. Who's it going to be? We'll see. Stargazer, welcome back. Welcome back. Debs, you called them out. You called everybody out. You're like, can we get 100 likes? Well, that's why you're important. OG Debs. OG Debs. Uh, thank you so much, everybody. 101. We did it. 103. There we go. All right. Straken, what's up? Yeah, I got to take off, guys. Um, thank you, everybody. Thanks, Deb, Spaceballer, and Joy for the Super Chats today. If you want to help out, make sure to sub to the channel. I'm going to be here all the time. You know, I'm still doing the show. I didn't quit or anything like that. So uh, the schedule is going to maybe change a little bit, but I kind of worked it into my new deal that I can do these shows still. So um, just kind of figuring out timing because it's crazy right now. Like trying to get to 48% packing tonight. Uh, it's kind of crazy. And then I'll probably try to get to 60% this weekend and then keep moving on forward, like uh, little by little. So thank you so much to yeah everybody. You guys are awesome. Um, new subs. Who do we got today? We got Muhammad. We got, uh, let's see, Jeff. We got uh, Duke Carey. Uh, Eric, Tim, Paul, Darren, two times. We got a Ron as well. Thank you so much, everybody, for the new subs. And that's it. Thanks for buying shirts, too. Uh, Starshipshirts.com if you want Starbase-themed apparel. So boosters, things like that, check them out. Starshipshirts.com. Uh, you can help out. 
like that helps out with budget for traveling to rocket launches. So we'll see. We'll see what's up. So thank you, everybody. 404 error on the coffee mug. There's a coffee mug? On the merchandise? Uh-oh. That's not good. I'll look into that. Um, go to starshipshirts.com. Uh, it's not a mug. We don't have mugs yet, but we'll work on those. We'll get some mugs in there for you. They're really cool designs. Perpetual Nerd, what's up? I'm just leaving, actually. So I'm not on for more than like a couple more seconds. So, uh, yeah, so that's... You just missed everything. I'm going to do... I'm super proud of this, too. This is really cool. This is really cool. I'm very happy about this. Uh, Neil and I have been building this for a while, Starship Shirts. And Neil and Michael and Buzz, Starbase. Look at this shirt, man. Neil designed this thing. This is cool. Starbase, Boca Chica, Texas. So cool. I got to get down there. And I got to get down to Starbase a couple more times before I leave. You could be cool like this guy. You could be like, hey, what's up? Pulling your hat down a little bit or whatever he's doing. I don't know what he's doing with all of his bracelets. Cool dude, though. We got more. We got uh, women's men's shirts. We have unisex shirts. Mars Sweet Mars. This is cool. Like, this is a, like Neil is such a great designer. Mars Sweet Mars. It's like Home Sweet Home. So cool. At Astra. Cool. Look at that. Looks like a starship. Max Q. It's an updated Max Q design. With a uh, little rocket for the queue. So cool. Anyway, I got to take off, guys. So I'm going to say thank you for your support. Thank you, everybody, for the likes today. 112 likes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hi from London. Mike, what's up? You will be back here in Texas before you <laughs> Nice, Michael. Awesome. All right. Take care, everybody. Please. Um, tell someone you love them. You never know. So thank you. And I will see you next time, Monday, on the Space News Pod. Take care.